Hey, how's it going? This is Craig Cannon, and you're listening to Y Combinator's podcast. Today's episode is with Dominique Fines, and it's hosted by Cadron Cowensage. Dom is the director of events here at YC. Cadron is the co-founder and CEO of Alpha. Alpha is a private online community for women in tech. You can find Dom on Twitter at Dominique Fines and Cadron at Cadron underscore C. All right, here we go. Dom, tell us a few words about you, what you work on, et cetera. Yeah. So I am director of events at YC. Um, I basically do all of our public-facing large-scale events. So anything from demo days to female founders conferences, our outreach tours, um, and then also just most recently work at a startup, and then several things in between. Awesome. Uh, so how did you get started in events and, you know, working at YC? Was this sort of a planned path or have you been figuring out it out as you go? Yeah, um, I would say I've been figuring it out as I go. Um, I have more so a jumpy uh, background. Mm-hmm. So originally I was planning to go to school to become an attorney. And I would say like about a week before I was supposed to apply to law school, um, I definitely just changed my mind. I was working at an entertainment law firm at the time, and I just figured out that it just wasn't something that I wanted to do. And I told myself that I wanted to plan tech events. And at the time, I had no clue what that even meant. Like, what does that mean? You want to plan tech events? I didn't know. I just knew I wasn't going to law school. So I moved back from Atlanta. Um, I went to Clark Atlanta University, and I moved back from Atlanta home to Oakland. And from there, I was just working at a law firm during the day from nine to five. And then at lunchtime, I would actually sleep in my car. And then after work, I would go to my family's club, Me Lounge, and I would run that at nighttime. And then I would do that same thing every day over and over and over until I found a job that would allow me to do events. So I ended up at Frog Design um, as an office manager, and they allowed me to do events at like South by Southwest and different hackathons. So from there, I was able to create a portfolio and make sure that I was marketing myself as an events person. And um, from there, YC found me. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I love that and that it, you sort of like hacked getting into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to jump back to, you know, your sort of deviation from going to law school mm-hmm. for a second. Um, you know, you said you changed your mind a week before you went. Yeah. Uh, how, like, what was that process like? You know, how... How long did it take to make the final decision that you were going to make that change? Yeah. um, Well, I would say it took me quite a while, of course, because I waited that late to go ahead and (laughs) change my mind. Um, But honestly, I was deathly afraid. Um, This was one thing that I knew like my entire life I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Just that's the only thing I knew. I was going to be an attorney. I was going to be an attorney. That's the only thing that everyone knew about me. I was into fashion and also I wanted to be an attorney. Mm -hmm. So for me to just have that feeling inside of me, just thinking like, wow, I just really, really don't want to do this. And I know that if I don't do it, I'm going to be disappointing so many people. I was really, really hurt and afraid. And also I didn't know how to explain what I wanted to do at the time. Um, So it just came down to a simple call. I basically just called my mom and I told her, I was like, hey, you know, like, I do not want to be an attorney and I'm going to move home and I'm going to plan tech events. Mm -hmm. And she's like, great. Where are you going to (laughs) live? And I was like, what? I have a room, like a high school room. It's still there. I'm sure it's there. And um, so that was a learning experience for me, too. But um, I would say it was the best decision I ever made, because if I didn't make that jump um, or take that step, then I would probably be ended up doing things that I I'm not like I have no um, enjoyment of. Like and right now I'm like super passionate about events and I always will be. That's awesome. Um, And so how did you know it was tech events? You know, 
Um, yeah, odd story. So when people would get dropped off at the mall, um, like in high school or mm-hmm. junior high or whatever, I would get dropped off at Radio Shack. <laughs> and and I, it's, it's really weird, but I loved Radio Shack. I love seeing how things worked. I love taking things apart. And then at some point I started to like walk around the store and act as if I was working there, which <laughs> was weird at first, but then like the, the, the manager wanted to hire me. So I've always just been interested in how things work. Mm-hmm. And so I knew that that was always a part of tech, but I, I had no idea that tech would blow like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. And so, um, you know, did it, it feel like making that transition did it feel super scary or you just sort of went for it or how did you sort of um, get your start yeah it felt very scary especially because my entire background had nothing to do with events mm-hmm. but also it had everything to do with events so um, my professional background didn't have any event planning experience but my personal background was I was always the one bringing everyone together um, I was doing the one doing the events for my sorority in college um, mm-hmm. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated Sigma Chapter and um I've just always been a part of events and I've always loved the little details of it. So, mm-hmm. and on one side of my brain, and people are left sided and right sided, and I would say that I'm both. Um, like, I'm really serious about the details, but also like the creative side is what drives me. Very cool. And so, I have one sort of funny question. Yeah. But, uh, so, is like, what are the big differences creating an event for like in a club context mm-hmm. versus uh, a tech context? I mean, I think we can think of some obvious ones, but yeah, are there yeah. any sort of funny, interesting ones? Um, let's see. I would say the main thing is the target audience. Yes. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for clubs, you kind of just want anybody yeah. there. Like, you want someone to show up, you mm-hmm. need that number. And for YC, and for tech events, it's all about the quality mm-hmm. and who we have coming to the events and then the outcome of it. Um, and the outcome of the club is just like, how much money did we make? Yep. And can we make more? Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So that sort of leads me into my next question, which is uh, about outreach. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know that you think a lot about who is actually attending these events and and you um, have sort of taken on uh, supporting YC's outreach efforts, mm-hmm. uh, particularly with black students and in the black yeah. communities. And I'd love to hear more about sort of how you think about that and, and also the work you're doing. Yeah. Um, so I would say, well, right now or in the past couple of years, um, I've worked with Code 2040. Mm-hmm. Um, I've given scholarships to Team Arsenal, um, Bay Area Seminoles, and then also my church, New Life Community Com- Membership Church. Mm-hmm. And basically, what I've done is try to think about things that I've learned at YC that I had no idea about and that I could have known just from being in the area. So what's happening right now in Silicon Valley is there's all these different companies and all this different information and all these different people coming out of this space. We're right in the backyard. It's Oakland, and there's people that have no idea what's going on. And not that they're not brilliant people or that they can't do those things, but they just have no no access to it and they mm-hmm. don't know. So the things that I've been learning, I've just been learning to like start pretty small, and that's just basically teaching people exactly like, oh, well, you know, what is Silicon Valley? What does tech mean? What is a startup? What's a startup versus a small business? You know, how can I get involved in that? And I think that starting small is something that you need to do in order to go larger. So I've worked with Oakland Public School Districts and doing like different like career weeks and teaching them all about YC and startups. And then also, um, I've also worked with, um, 
big brothers and big sisters of the Bay Area, um, kind of just ushering them into the space. And then one thing that I was super proud about that um, I was very passionate about was bringing in the Raiders. So I met with them and I got them to come to like some of our startup schools to like learn how to invest in companies and then also um, got them to come to our demo days so they can invest in companies themselves. And I feel like you, you have to start small, but also you have to use those people that are role models, yes. like teach them first and they can like branch out and teach others as well. Oh, that's super smart. Yeah. I really like that. That idea. Um, ha- have the role models been really receptive to the work you're doing or how yeah. have they been? Yeah, they're yeah. super receptive. And also, I think they feel very comfortable with talking to me because mm-hmm. um, I let them know. And I, I'm very upfront about this with everyone that I, I had no idea what YC was or what it did or like anything about the startup space. And I kind of just dug into it mm-hmm. and figured it out. And of course, I learned a lot from YC as well. But sometimes it's very intimidating when you're in yeah. Um, this space and you feel like everyone knows so much and you don't know anything. So you tend to just like be shy or like kind of just like stand back or like stand in the shadows and not wanting to ask those kind of questions that could make you look or feel like you're less than. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like they feel very comfortable with talking to me about things like that. And um, it makes me feel good as well. And then I'm, I'm super honest. I'm like, Hey, if they ask me something that I don't know, I'm like, you know, I really don't know, but (laughs) I can probably find someone that can answer that for you. Yeah. Being comfortable saying when you don't know something is mm-hmm. really hard, especially uh, like in a work context. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I I relate and understand completely. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and so are there any common misconceptions that pop up over and over with students or, you know, it, when you're meeting with people who don't really know about tech that you want to just get out there, get, get people over. Yeah. Um, I think that the most common one is everyone thinks that you have to have like a particular background Mm -hmm. or like they have, um, this, this background that's like, oh, well you went to, you had to go to MIT or did you go to Harvard or, you know, like what's your, what's your tech background? And honestly, like I do not have a tech background. Um, I, I created like a space for myself based off of the things that I was interested in. And I think if people just like follow their own dreams and goals versus trying to follow a path that others have created, then, um, then it'll work out. And then also this misconception of there are no, there are no women at YC. There are no (laughs) black people at YC. There's no, you know, there's all these things. And it's like, when I'm working around with all these different people, it's like, it's, it's definitely very diverse and we're doing everything that we can to possibly bring more people in. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also very important that I do things like this so people know that, you know, I am here and I am a voice Mm -hmm. and I'm helping out a lot. And, um, those are the two things that I think are the things that are like definitely overlooked or misconceptions for sure. Got it. For sure. And you, you work with your university as well. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So, um, Basically, during the outreach tour, we go to a bunch of different stops, um, domestic, international, and we host office hours. We do different talks. And most recently, I did um, an outreach tour at Morehouse College, which Mm -hmm. is basically right across the street from Clark Atlanta. It's a part of the AUC. So we did office hours there, and then we did a talk there. And I'm planning to go back in 2019 to do like an entire AUC tour. Um, I think it's very important that that everyone has access to all the information that there is this space and that there's other jobs that they can apply for. Just everything's not all about being a doctor or a lawyer, a dentist and, you know, engineer at this point. Um, You can be in tech and not be an engineer or not have a tech background. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
And so one of the things that I've been super impressed by, you know, as we've gotten to know each other mm-hmm. uh, at YC is just uh, the way you sort of proactively identify, uh, you know, holes or problems that you see and they have nothing necessarily to do with your job, mm-hmm. uh, but you then just go tackle them. Um mm-hmm. You know, how do you think about that? Is that something that is you have sort of you've built up the muscle for over time mm-hmm. or you've thought about actively or tell me a little bit yeah. more about that? I'll say that my total frame of thinking is totally different ever since I started at YC. So now when I go about things, I'm always thinking about what's the problem I'm trying to fix here. Mm-hmm. And that's ah, very Michael YC like, he's <laughs> like He has embedded this inside my brain. I find yeah. myself like working on things. When I first started, I would work mm-hmm. on things and be like, um, like just working on it for so long. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, I'm sorry, but like, what are you trying to fix here? And I'd be like, well, I mean... I guess nothing. I guess I, mean, I guess I'm not trying to fix anything yeah. here. So now I try to make sure when I am working on things or I'm looking for things that are broken to find those ways that I can fix them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do you uh, avoid feeling blocked by them? Like as an employee, I think sometimes people feel like, oh, there's a problem in my organization, mm-hmm. but I'm just one person. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a leader in mm-hmm. the classic sort mm-hmm. of uh, terms. Like how how do you go about sort of doing the things that you know are the right things to do and you know can help sort of fix problems yeah. um, and avoiding that? Um, I would say it's still very nerve-wracking, and that's like a normal thing to feel, I think, in any role. Yeah. Um, but instead of thinking like, oh, I'm just one person, I think to myself, I am the person. Mm-hmm. So there has to always be one person to step out and do it for others to follow. Everyone's not going to be that leader. Mm-hmm. Um, just like sometimes people ask like, oh, well, how many – you know, how many black people are at this company or how many black people are at that company? And all the time, you're not going to always get the answer that you want. But how about you be that person mm-hmm. and then others will follow you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have, do you feel like you've started to see the work you're doing make a difference in terms of like, you know, uh, folks you've talked to mm-hmm. going and trying out tech or like applying to YC or things like that? Or how has that been going? Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like so last year, or this past year, I did... Um, three female founders conferences, mm-hmm. one in New York, one in Seattle, and one in San Francisco. And the one in New York was amazing. I'm, I'm sorry. Love Seattle. Love San Francisco. <laughs> love it. Love it. <laughs> but the one in New York was so diverse. Like, it was crazy. And I remember Jessica came up to me. She was like, wow, Dom. She was like, look at all these different kinds of people here. And I was like, I know. And I was just standing back and I was looking at the room and I was like, wow. Like, I really did that. Yeah. You know, it's like... You work on things for so long and you're always thinking about the future. What's your next step? What's your next step? But you never kind of like sit there and like kind of flourish and just realize what you're doing, what you're working on now and how mm-hmm. and how the outcome has affected people. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it feels good. Yeah, that's awesome. Good work. Thank you. Um, do you take time to sort of stop and reflect and think about how things are going or how do you incorporate that into uh, your life? Um, honestly... I haven't, and that's bad. That's not that's not good. I don't suggest that. Yeah. Um, so I just keep I kind of just like keep going and going and going and going. Of course, I know like when my stopping point is. Like I know when it's time for self care. I know when it's time to just like kind of fall back and take a break. Um, but it wasn't until recently like I just listed out all of the events that I've done at YC and the people that I've worked with, mm-hmm. and I was just like, what, what? Like yeah. who is this person? Like who <laughs> is this girl? Like yeah. so. 
Um, I've just recently started to do that and I think I'll do it more. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think making those like very positive lists mm-hmm. about the things that you've accomplished is really, I find also really useful because yeah. I don't do it naturally either. Yeah. So, um, and so do you have a, like a plan for your career about where you want to go and what you want to do? Or are you sort of figuring um, it out as you go? I, I'm sort of, I'm just figuring it out because this was my like, in goal. Hmm. Like I wanted to be like an event planner, (laughs) like for the top tech company. Like that was my thing. I'm going to be an event planner for the top tech company. Hmm. And now I just feel like, you know, I'm there and I'm, I'm definitely making a difference in doing things. And there's only, there's so many like ways of creativity that I can change my role here. Mm -hmm. Um, but right now I don't know, like I have no idea what's next. Um, I think that the only clear option here is to work for Beyonce. I, I, I don't I don't know what else will come after this. Sounds pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And so do you do you put any pressure on yourself to have like know those things or you know sort of play it by ear? You know, I used to. That was a huge thing for me in college and even before college, like in high school, like being pressured to figure out like figure out what you want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. Pick a major right now. Like get these scholarships, you know, but it's not about that. I think it's about figuring out as you go. And I've learned that I've accomplished a lot more without putting those certain constraints on like mm-hmm. my career. Because at that time, I was just only going and moving towards that specific direction. Yep. But now there's all these different areas, directions. Like I can just literally like do, you can do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just about like how you use your time. And I don't want to limit myself to just one different area or like where to go. That's why I'm not interested in grad school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Got it. Uh, and do you think you'll ever do a startup? You know, <laughs> I never thought I would before YC, but mm-hmm. I find myself like creating all types of startups yeah. in my mind. <laughs> and if there was a startup that could create startups, yeah, then I would go to that startup to make my startup. I think you're at <laughs> I think you're there. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and so I, um, you know, talking a little bit more about like, you're obviously super busy mm-hmm. and you've taken on a lot. How do you balance it? How do you avoid burnout? You know, what is your practice for yeah, um, a balanced life? I think that, well, it, it also helps that I create the YC calendar, the events mm, calendar. Yes, so that yes. helps. <laughs> that helps like kind of spacing things out. Um, it's important to know like when you can't do anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like when you when you continue to work and you're burnt out, like you're not offering the best of the work that you can do. And then the outcome of it is not the best. So what I do is after each event, I do like a staycation or I go out of town. Mm-hmm. Like everyone knows, like I love, I love traveling. So like that's my thing. Um but I can do anything from, oh, I'm I'm away, I'm staying in a treehouse. Like, oh, now I'm staying in a yurt. Or now I'm going to be sleeping on the beach. I don't know. But, <laughs> but it's, good, it's good to just, like, get away and shut off mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, just refresh and replenish. Because you can never be successful while you're, like, running on the go, 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 go and burnt out. And that's one thing that I really appreciate about YC is, like, you know, they respect like how I work and like Mm -hmm. they know like that's that's the way that I I can do it and that's the only way that things are gonna get done yeah that's pretty cool do you like when you're on those trips when you're reflecting and refreshing are you reflecting also on the work you've been doing or do you like put that somewhere else for later yeah I don't think about work Mm -hmm. at all 
while I'm there. So I try to just shut off completely. Mm-hmm. So the things that I'm thinking about are, okay, where do I see myself in 10 years? Mm-hmm. Or um, maybe I want to learn how to, you know, do aerial dancing. Maybe I should just join Cirque du Soleil. I don't know. <laughs> but, like, so I'm thinking about all the things that I never get a chance to think about while I'm, um, while I'm working. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think that people understand or realize we run a like really small, close knit team, and I and I appreciate that about YC. But I think that people feel like or think like we have this entire events team, and they don't realize that I I am the team. Yes. Like, there is no an events <laughs> team of one, right? <laughs> exactly. So a lot of my brain is dedicated to events, and it it rarely shuts off. Yeah. So when I do go away and I am like not working, it's 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 kind of difficult to shut it off. Like I, I, I'm constantly thinking about events. Like it can never just go away. Mm-hmm. But I would say while I'm out, I think about it less. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're on these trips, like, uh, you know, are you checking email? Do you totally cut off? How do you do it? Um, I would say, I, and my friends would tell you, I never totally cut off. Yeah. I'm like 75, 80% cut off. But there's always that moment like when my phone goes off and I have an instinct to like just grab it because I need to know who's emailing me. I'm addicted. I need to see. <laughs> but it's it's a really good feeling when I do finally just shut it off. Like I can go a day maybe. I can't. I feel like I can't go longer than a day without just shutting off. Um, but I would say I don't respond as frequently as I would during my shutdown time. <laughs> Your shutdown time. Yeah, like yes. that. <laughs> during my shutdown. <laughs> uh, and is there anything, any parting words before we go that you want to share? Um, yeah. Um, I just want people to know that um, it doesn't really matter like how small or how big you start, but I think the main point is to just start. Mm-hmm. Like do something. Whatever it is you want to do. I mean, I don't know. You could be wanting to learn how to fly a kite. You could be wanting to be the next president. Not sure, but just start somewhere. I think like the longer you wait, you start doubting yourself more and more and more. And those doubts and fears stop you from who you are truly supposed to be. Mm. So just start wherever, whatever, wherever that is for you, just do that. Yeah. Big or small. Yeah. (laughs) That's good (laughs) advice. (laughs) Thanks, Tom. Thanks. All right. Thanks for listening. So as always, you can find the transcript and the video at blog.ycombinator.com. And if you have a second, it would be awesome to give us a rating and review wherever you find your podcast. See you next time.